Hey, hey, welcome into another episode of Grinding True Crimes with your host Todd Fox. It's usually Maddie Matt, he's not here, so we're going to do a special episode, a little side episode with our guest host. Say hi. Hey. <laughs> What's your name? Michaela. Michaela, okay, good. <laughs> so this is the episode, uh, we're going to get into a case, and like we usually do, but before we do that, you can find us at uh, Grinding True Crimes on uh, Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio, on Facebook, um, and we're on Instagram. Look us up. We have plenty more stories. <clears throat> we're going to be telling. I'm going to be telling a story to Michaela. Getting her reaction. She's never heard this one. This is not your typical story, but this is a pretty nasty story. So, oh. we'll, see. we'll get <laughs> we'll get your reactions and see what you think. Be uh, feel free to cut in whenever you want. So, you ready? <laughs> you can speak up, you know. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so this is called Revenge is Best Served from a Pizza Box. Okay. Mm-hmm. How exciting. It is. No. I'm hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do have food right there. You're right, but now I'm hungry for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so in 1985, in South Carolina, 24-year-old Mitchell Sims was having a problem with the owner of a local Domino's Pizza where Mitchell worked as a manager. Is he white? He's a white guy. Of course. Yeah. Always. There she uh, goes. <laughs> now, now she's going to say Black Lives Matter only. Right? It does. Say, oh, Black power. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, yo. <laughs> anyway, that's going to start another discussion. <laughs> so he felt that his supervisor was withholding money from a bonus he was supposed to get. So... He wanted a few thousand more dollars, I guess, some of a long-time bonus being a supervisor or a manager. Um, so Mitchell hatched a plan to get back at his supervisor, to get his supervisor fired with the owner. He began to talk to every one of the 24 employees that worked at that Domino's. He hatched a plan for all of them to quit the same day to show that the supervisor was a bad leader. And that way the owner would be like, hey, you know what? This guy does suck. You're going to get promoted, you know, this and that, right? Do you think that worked out? <laughs> Most likely not. <laughs> exactly. The problem is, with the plan was 23 of the 24 did not quit that same day he put the plan in motion and that he told him about it. The only one was his girlfriend who barely started working there <laughs> a month prior, <laughs> the day that they both quit. So furious that no one else complied, he uh, told his girlfriend that he had a <clears throat> had enough and wanted to blow the store up along with the employees. Is she white too? Yes. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's plenty of serial killers with uh, you know different backgrounds. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you say it? What? I wait until uh, I don't know how to say it. I don't know what you're talking. I don't. About. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, so anyway, he said um, he even purchased a uh, 9mm handgun to possibly go after his supervisor. He just, he's psycho, right? Dude's psycho. And granted, a lot of these white guys are. That's a boost boost gun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, however, again, things changed, and they wound up getting another, <clears throat> getting a job together, or at least he did, I'm sorry, near Hannah, which is uh, not too far down in South Carolina from the original Domino's, at another Domino's. So he gets, he, you know, he leaves the other dominoes, p- 
pissed off at Domino's and their management and then goes to another Domino's to do the exact th- same thing he was doing. Could have went to McDonald's or something. Yeah, he could have. I guess there was tips involved there and he was trying to move back up. But you right. Yeah. Upset and fed up, he decided to, to, to uh, go see uh, or take it out on his former employer because he, the same day or a couple weeks later, he got into an argument with the new supervisor that was working there and was just like, you know what, screw Domino's all together. You know, I'm, I'm done with them. I want to, you know, someone's going to pay for this. So he snaps. So armed with a nine millimeter gun, uh, handgun, he entered the store that he previously worked on December 9th, 1985, when he rented to two employees that he used to work with, Gary Malky and Christopher Zaire. <clears throat> Both were currently listed as part-time uh, Navy officers and they were working part-time at the dominoes and they were both 24 at the time best friends growing up what is it about domino what is so great about dominoes <laughs> like he could have easily just like i don't know work at another fast food place or something pizza hut pizza hut there was no wing stop back then he could have went to wing stop but you know it could have worked anywhere right Not but, a shame. yeah but he uh he definitely is obsessed with dominoes as we'll move on buffalo wild wings i don't think they were around back then in 85 mm-hmm. So, grocery store. Yeah, could have did a grocery store. I don't know. Basically anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he so. wanted to stick to Domino's out of all things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Sims pulled out his his handgun once he confronted both of his buddy his buddies former buddies. He had one of them robbed the uh or he robbed the safe, had him open it, got the register, got all the money he could. He got about like two thousand dollars. Then he proceeded to put them on their knees. He fired a bullet into Malky's head, then two times into Zaire's head. Yeah. He had to be a little extra. Then Mitchell took all the pizzas that were waiting for other people, loaded oh, them in the car. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the most now. Yes, he took off with all the pizzas, wings, whatever, you know, crazy bread if they had it back then. And two liters that usually cost five bucks each at the pizza places. Hey. Yeah, yeah, you know how it is. They always charge like three times the amount. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. So um, Mitchell went home and he went to sleep. What the pizza? Well, yeah, he ate some pizza and watched TV and went to sleep. So <laughs> I'm you, imagining a lot of pizza <laughs> yeah, right now. Just all around the bed, right? <laughs> yeah. Like all half eaten and whatnot. <laughs> but see, the thing is, I mean, you just shot two guys in the head. Mm-hmm. Execution style. Mm-hmm. And you just go home, eat pizza, watch Jeopardy, and go to sleep? I mean, that's cold-blooded. Like hell of a day. Yeah. So, um, here's the crazy part, though. Um, so, uh, let's see, see. So, when Mitchell was already home, relaxing and everything, uh, Malky, the first guy, mm-hmm. he actually regained consciousness. So, he, he gets up with a bullet hole in his head. Mm-hmm. And... He sees his boys blown away, uh-huh. and he just starts to crawl around the the kiosk, and he starts crawling out. And at this time, no one's because I guess Mitchell had run around nine thirty, so Domino's usually closes in store like around ten, right? Mm-hmm. So he crawls out the front door to his car, gets in his car, and drives two miles to the hospital, where he has more bad luck. Mm-hmm. And remember, he's shot in the head. Yeah, he could probably barely see at this point. He gets to the hospital. He didn't call 911? I guess not. This oh, my God. <laughs> He's at Domino's. I'm pretty sure they have a phone. Several phones, right? And possibly a cell phone. 
Yep. But and he chose to drive to the hospital. He chose to drive to the hospital. And so when he gets to the hospital, he has worse luck. As soon as he gets there, um, there's no one out there in front, like the emergency room. So he has to crawl out of the car into the hospital before someone sees him. And then they go crazy because they see he's bleeding out the head. She just drove into the hospital like that. Right? <laughs> I mean, that'll get their attention. But they, they, <clears throat> they get him in the hospital. Uh, before he loses consciousness, you know, they get him all, like, stable or whatever. He tells the cops it was, it was uh, Mitchell. He tells him his boy's dead at the Domino's. So the cops get the call. They send half the police force to Mitchell's house. They send the other half to the Domino's to see his friend and see if there's any more people wounded or whatever. Um, problem is when the police get to Mitchell's house, he's gone. Dang. They, they go to the girlfriend's house. She's gone. Mm. Um, they get to the the Domino's and they find his, his buddy dead. You know, so that's pretty sad mm-hmm. um what happened was uh sims's girlfriend uh i guess had some some uh time to think about her he woke up from his nap mm-hmm. got his girl and they grabbed a couple things and left so they lived together yeah no yeah. no they were in different homes but his, he, he called his girl to come over and then they left oh okay so problem with um problem with this is while mitchell's getting away um, he's on a cross-country tour. He leaves South Carolina and they go out here to Glendale, California. Mm-hmm. So they're Dang. gonna, yeah, they're gonna drive out here with two thousand or however much money he got from the. I wonder numbers. if he brought the pizzas with him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, everything in pizza the entire way back. <laughs> yeah. Um, the sad thing about the story is too is Malky was showing all the signs of recovery even though he was shot in the head. Mm-hmm. Um. But four days later, he suffered at the age of 24 a heart attack mm-hmm. because of all the trauma to his body. Yeah. And he passed away. So, but at least he lived long enough to identify the, the killer and the family was able to see him and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> so, at this time, they're living in California here in Glendale in a hotel. They're running out of money. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think they do now that they're almost out of money? they cross country they're in a hotel rob another domino's yes oh my gosh (laughs) but first they call domino's to order a pizza Mm -hmm. and that's when a young delivery driver by the name of jonathan uh jonathan young came to the door with a pizza that they ordered Mm -hmm. when he opened the door they pulled a gun on him and a knife they gagged him and put a wash uh with a wash rag put a pillow stripped him naked put a pillowcase over his head and then they tied him his hands and or his arms behind him and his his legs together sims wanted to shoot him in the head just put it over you know like get it over with Mm -hmm. but his girlfriend thought twice and said look we might have to stay here at the hotel for a few more days if you pop him right now we have nowhere to go we have to make sure we get the money don't shoot him let's if we're gonna kill him let's kill him another way so let me ask you this how do you think they killed him? Because if you get this, if you if you know the answer to this, I'm gonna do. I, I don't know. I gotta give you some money for this. I'm probably not gonna know the answer to this. But what was the title? Uh, best re- uh, pizza's best. Wait, revenge's best delivered in a pizza box. <laughs> I was thinking maybe they like I don't know, chopped his body up, put it on a pizza. <laughs> 
threaten Domino's, be like, give me some money. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is it a threat? It's or creative. Or this will happen to you. I don't know. I was thinking about. I was thinking that. That's creative. But what they did was they took them, um, they basically filled up the, the bathtub in the hotel. You mm-hmm. know how grimy those are. <clears throat> so, Definitely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he, they filled it up with water. They tied a noose around his neck and um, and then tied it around the faucet of the sink. And then they tied, uh, I guess, as he struggled to get out of the noose as they left with the water rising, mm-hmm. he was slowly strangling himself. And then when he was slipping into the water, he drowned as well. Mm-hmm. So he died like... You don't know what he died of. Either he strangled himself trying to get loose of the noose or the water just drowned him. Yeah. So that was a sucky way to go. Mm-hmm. So Mitchell took, got into the dude's clothes and drove yeah. back t- to the Domino's where he was. Took the dude's truck even. Oh, he's in disguise. Mm-hmm. Wow. She's riding shotgun, by the way. Oh, my gosh. So they get to the store and found two employees working there. Two males uh, not named. We don't have the names of them. But Mitchell forced one of them at gunpoint to go open up the safe where they acquired yet another $2,000. Then a customer actually came in. Now, under the desk, he has a gun pointed at the dude not to say anything, not to do anything. Mm -hmm. And as as he says, okay, we got to take care of the customer, the other guy walks, you know, the guy, the customer comes in, asks for his order, it was to go order. And he's like tripping out because he's an off duty employee. So he works there. Mm-hmm. He recognizes the one dude, but he doesn't recognize Mitchell. You know, Mitchell's a white guy with like a freaking, uh, what's it called? The uh, Billy Ray Cyrus haircut. The, <laughs> mo- the mullet. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got like a cigarette. So he's like, why is he smoking a cigarette? You know, I, I don't, that's like against company policy. That's disgusting, right? Mm-hmm. So he doesn't say nothing. He just plays it off, gets his pizza. He's like, I just want my pizza. Yeah, yeah. And so, my cigarette. So he takes off. But then something's bothering him. Mm-hmm. So he winds up calling his boss and said, hey, did you hire anybody new? Like, he goes, I saw some white guy that was working there and he was smoking. And then the, the owner's like, no. And then he's like, where's the other guy? He's like, I didn't see him. So he was tripping out and he's like, so the owner called the cops. Mm-hmm. And while this is all going on. Wait, he's still at the Domino's? Yeah, he's still at the Domino's. So he's still trying to get the money. The, the chick's watching the other employee with a, with a gun. Mm-hmm. And then he's, or by knife, and then he's got the one guy right there. And as they're robbing the safe, whatever, Mitchell gets an idea. <clears throat> Mitchell decides, hey, you know what? Um, I'm going to, uh, these guys can't recognize me or they can't, you know, I got to I gotta do away with them. Yeah. <clears throat> so what he does is he, there's these racks in the freezer that are kind of high up. And so he ties a noose around their necks. He ties them up, hands and feet bound. What is up with that? <laughs> he hates dominoes. Dang, like, you hit it that much? Yeah. So he, he takes them and he puts them on, uh, ties them up to the rack to where only their toes are touching the ground. Mm-hmm. So the moment they get tired, they're going to strangle themselves. Mm-hmm. And so it's another way of torture. Yeah. And it's like, this dude is like sadistic, right? Yeah. So, um, so then he, uh, after he puts them in there, they're on their tippy toes or whatnot. The cops are on their way. They take off. The cops just barely miss him but then they get his description they know what vehicle they're driving they're able to save the guys the guys were in there for almost like 20 minutes and one of them was ready to pass out and he would have strangled himself um so they were able to save him they were able to get the two just not not too long uh down the freeway 
they were able to catch him on a roadblock or they were just looking for the car. What freeway was it? It's a 101. Oh, gosh. The 101. Oh, it's the 101. Yep. <laughs> um, so when they... So when they went to prison or went to jail, they got charged with all three murders. Oh, they got him? They, yeah. Yeah, they got him. She got charged. His girlfriend got charged with murder. Uh, she got li- uh, life term with no parole. Uh, the thing was, here, here's a here's the thing that, that changed for for Mitchell. So the, the murder here in California was on top of the other one was for capital murder, right? Mm-hmm. Which receives a death penalty. And... Basically, she was, by her testimony on him, she got life in prison and whatnot, but she had to stay in South Carolina. So she stayed in South Carolina, and then he came over here, or he stayed. He got tried in both states, basically, for the murders. Mm-hmm. So when the murders were taking place, they're all done. She get, uh, He gets a capital murder, death penalty. She actually dies before, like, she dies in, like, 1999 of cancer. So she only serves like about maybe 13 years and then she dies of cancer. Him, on the other hand, comes over here, should be put to death. But the governor, his his actual, um, what do you call it, uh, death, uh, uh, his due date, his mm-hmm. death sentence was supposed to be up in 2000, I want to say. Oh, he's still alive? Yeah. Yeah, he's still alive. Uh, he's in his 60s, I believe. And he doesn't have a death sentence. No, well, it got commuted. The governor just made a rule a couple of years ago. He was at, oh yeah, he was supposed to get murdered this year, like a, a lethal injection. Mm-hmm. But because the governor said it's unconstitutional, and he didn't put it to vote, he just said, "I don't want no more death penalty." What? Yeah. So he gets, he just gets commuted to life in prison. So he got off. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get for eating during the show. You know what? <laughs> but see. <laughs> That's the Domino's killer. That's Mitchell Sims. Redneck extraordinaire. No? I just hate the, the fact that <laughs> I hate the fact that he like tied him up and gagged him and stuff like that. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Just like why? Why? He must have like I don't know. I don't know some serial killers have like sexual pleasure in that. So maybe in, in that way he maybe not had sexual pleasure but he had some type of pleasure in that. Hmm could be because we just talked about the story the other day uh the i5 killer we did a show on and that dude had literally no trauma as a kid nothing like that Mm -hmm. but he resented women and he would take it out on them as far as like doing forcing himself on on them and at gunpoint got him off you know what i mean like like performing sexual acts on him while he had a gun pointed to him to them you know what i mean so you probably had a bad experience maybe like i don't know a cashier or something mm. someone probably yelled at him or something <laughs> so he's like i hate women it, it could be you never know i don't know maybe i know i forgot i forgot who it was but i know there's some oh a serial killer because oh i was listening to like australian killers and one of them like resented women because his mom would like treat him like crap. Yeah, so. well, s- sometimes that's what they they hold in, you know. And then uh, there's some too that uh, I've seen one where the guy, you know, he was abused as a kid um, by another man, and then he tries to take it out on either women, and then try to show, or or they or they take it out on other men to get their sexual fantasies. But then they kill the guy because they feel bad at the same time, like they don't want to admit that they're that way. You know what I mean? Right. 
So there's so many things psychologically. With this guy and his background, there wasn't too much on the research that I could find about him other than that he grew up in a pretty ghetto area. And he was like your epitome of like your white trash type. Where is he from? He's from South Carolina. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you were listening. Oh, I was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he was NASCAR extraordinary. Who's that type of dude, you know? Oh. Paps Blue Ribbon Beer, Ew. NASCAR, <laughs> you know, that whole thing. He was probably waving the whole Confederate flag. Probably. Yeah. Your type of dude. Uh, definitely not my type of dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know you love him. I don't know. NASCAR. I may consider. What? No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But if I was single, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Good night, everybody. <laughs> so, anyway, that's a short story because we got stuff to do today. But hopefully, you guys enjoy this episode. And if you like Michaela, let us know because uh, she has she's in a true crime, right? You're in a true crime, I love job. it. Yeah. I love it. I still, there's still a lot, I know a lot of more serial killers that. I want to know about because it's like I know the typical Richard Ramirez, Ted Bundy, like most most of the you know famous, well-known serial killers. So when I found out when I uh, listened to the Australian serial killers, like one of them was like so ma- it was like a two-part thing. So it was like six serial killers. I don't remember the name, but there's one guy. Um, his name is Ivan, and like he, he was, like grew up with a messed up family. Like the family would like sleep with each other, and it's just like. And then he became like a race rapist, and he would like kill women. Like yeah, he left him on the on the what is it, the outback roads, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. It's Ivan's. Um, he just died recently too. He had like he just got stomach cancer or something like that. It was funny because they were like, they're like, damn, this guy was ugly. And yeah, <laughs> he was yeah. like, his hy- hygiene was terrible, and I was just like. Dang. Yeah. He, he like um like he would he was so in love with the sister mm-hmm. and when his sister moved away i think that's when like his um like rage kind of came out mm. He's so like, nobody can if, if i can't have my sister nobody can <laughs> <laughs> so he like started like um like molesting his cousins oh, something wonderful. like that it was just yeah. a weird family all together because his brother was also messed up too so i was like that is so weird well that's the beauty of getting into the true crime because if you've heard our other episodes we've talked we i've done some where it's like little known guys like this and then i've done some of the big ones too or i've done like the other guy randy woodfield which is the i-5 killer not that many people knew he was responsible for 44 people dying mm-hmm. and and countless rapes but because he was in that same genre as the um what is it called the uh, famous the zodiac and mm-hmm. ted bundy and all those he was in that same area so he was kind of overshadowed because he was kind of quiet about it you know mm-hmm. he wasn't taunting the cops he wasn't doing stuff like that he was just a, a total asshole but um but yeah that's just i see what you mean but you can find some deep dives and then you're like it makes you wonder how people are the way they are or you want to find out why they are that like that yeah if you can because guys are like, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because what makes you do that? I mean, I don't know. I was watching a first 48 the other night, and there was um, they found a body. It was, you know, of a woman that she'd been raped, and then it was, like, writing on the wall. says, I told you, bitch, on the side. And they're like, man, that sucks, you That's know? That's creepy. Yeah, and, and then yeah. They, they, you know, they wrap her up. She'd been there for a day. <laughs> she'd been beaten and sexually abused and whatnot. So as they're pulling the body out, they go through the whole house, they think that they've gotten everything right mm. and then they're like we gotta do one more sweep 
and as they do that wall that said I I'm, I'm, I got you bitch or whatever like on there, mm-hmm. they pull the that because they're like it looks like a door but it's nailed shut. So then they just like they put a crowbar, rip it out, another body. <gasps> oh my gosh! <laughs> and that body had been there for four months. It was like boop. Yeah, yeah. So and it was all wrapped up in blankets and everything. So he, yeah, you just don't know that dude. So that means that dude was before he killed the other female. He was staying in that house, sleeping with the whole body in the the extra closet the whole time. Oh, necrophilia, right? That's then. disgusting. Necrophilia vibes. <laughs> oh, that Australian guy. His name is Ivan Malat. There you go. Malat. Yeah. Never heard a last name like that. Malat. He's one of the creepiest dudes in. In our, uh, Australian history, and they have a lot of Australian serial killers. I had no idea <laughs> until I started listening to the podcast. Wait till you hear the story of the. There's one in Australia too. Um, it was a white guy. He went on a shooting rampage. He was out of his mind. I mean, he killed a lot of innocent people. He just had, he. Was he white? Yeah, <laughs> it happened. I think in the mid '90s. So it wasn't too long ago, but this dude just went off. Like, he had an AR-15 and was just shooting people left and right randomly. It reminds me of that one shooting. Um, I forgot it's called. But, uh, oh, they're called the Zebra Snipers, I think. Zebra Snipers? Or the Zebras. They were, like, I think it was two or three black men, and they would specifically shoot white people. Like, Mm. any white person they see, they'll shoot them. Was that... Oh, you mean the D.C. snipers? No, the D.C. snipers, no. This one was in, I think, in San Francisco. Hmm. I had to look that up. I don't think I've heard of that one. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. You're usually like... <laughs> I like... I li- you know what? I just... I like this one. But I like how you did it. Better. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You did it perfectly. All right. Thank you. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um... I'll uh, get into more stories, and hopefully you can be on the show again, because it was pretty good. I know. Whatever. <laughs> so tell the audience again your name and whatnot. We're going to sign off. My name is Michaela. Michaela what? Ma- oh, oh, just say Michaela. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't give away my Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. So Renee won't get to it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Whatever. All right, Michaela. (laughs) And this is Todd Fox. Bye. Bye.